Welcome to Do a Diagnosis Anonymous. My name is Johnny, and I'll be facilitating this meeting. Can we please take a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer? God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things that we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I want to welcome everybody back to another DDA meeting. I do have good news. We have officially been given the green light to start back up our meetings at 708 South Boston from 6 to 7 for those who would like to attend starting this evening. I'll mention it again at the end of the meeting of this, of, of this uh, video just to remind people, make sure that you share with others and make sure that if you do that you make sure that you tell them that we are practicing uh, uh, safe practices. So I want to say hi to my DDA members and uh, I hope you all are excited, just as excited as I am because I'm really excited. Um, I want to read a little article to you all. This is probably going to be a kind of touching meeting, but that's what we do at DDA. We like to get to the root of the problem so that we let people know that they're not alone. So uh, a lot of some people might remember this story. Some people might not, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. And I'm going to tie it into my topic because I think it's really important that people understand that just because you don't been through something don't mean you're the only one that's don't been through something. Others have been through a lot worse. A lot of us don't been through even more, you know, but we've learned how to move on from that and use that uh, past to help other people. And if you're not doing that, I'm going to give you some things that you can do today uh, because you're not by yourself. Others still, we're, we're still out here and we're still dealing with our issues or the things that happened to us in our past. We just learned to use it in, in, in positive ways. So back in November uh, 2nd, 1983, this was published. A Tallahassee teen, teenage girl was beaten, kicked, sexually assaulted, and her throat slashed. The girl whose name was not released because she is a juvenile was in a critical condition Tuesday at St. Francis Hospital in Tulsa. Timothy Sims and Tommy Asbury, both 21 and from, from Tallahassee, were taken into custody after the victim was discovered about noon on Sunday. Assistant District Attorney said he expects to file six charges, two rape, two forcible sodomy, and two assault and battery with intent to kill against Sims on, on uh, against Sims. After an initial investigation, he said he did not plan to file charges against Asbury. Authorities, they think Sims and the victim were together that Saturday evening. A 17-year-old male, originally held as a material witness in the case, has been was being detained because official thinks he's a runaway. See, this happened back in the 80s. Something that I had to be an eyewitness to, which still affects me today. 
after that happened, I didn't have any closure. People want to know why I was, last week I was talking about peeling back the layers. The reason why I was a drug addict was so long is because of all of the traumatic experiences that I had as a kid that nobody knew about. Or nobody really remembered. Or those that remembered uh, wasn't affected by it like I was affected by it because I was the eyewitness to it. Now, other people was aware, but they wasn't the eyewitness. So they didn't have the memories of what I saw, so they don't know what I felt. And still today, that's where I have my, that's where I struggle with PTSD because of that. My disassociation or disorder, that's where I got it from. And I didn't know how to handle that until I started working a program. Working the 12 steps, honestly working the 12 steps, sharing, getting a sponsor and talking about it, working, writing about it. That's what helped me to get through it. But what happened was, I didn't have any closure. So for years, I turned to drugs to try to suppress my feelings. But when that stopped working, I had to try other things. Because when you try to do it on your own, you fail miserably. You find yourself being stuck where you are. But when I started making my amends, I had to go back to the site and making amends to myself. I had to find my, I found myself uh, con contacting her and 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 finding out what happened before I got out there, before I came to the scene, because I didn't know what happened. Once she told me what happened, I told her what happened, a miracle took place right then and there. We, we both was able to find closure, and we was both able to move on with our lives. But see, closure mean, can mean a lot, mean different things for different people. You can be, you can go through a divorce, you put, invest everything into this divorce, and then all of a sudden, this person does not want to be with you anymore, and they cause you, and you don't understand why, and it'll cause you to not have any closure, and you'll find yourself getting stuck. You'll find yourself losing a loved one that is very close and dear to you, and uh, because you did not, you, you wanted to go visit them, but you, for some reason you didn't, and then they passed. And now you got to live with this regret because you didn't go visit them can cause you to have, uh, not have closure as well. Finding that dream job. I know we was at Shadow Mountain. Everything was going good. We all knew each other. We was like one big family. But then all of a sudden they decided to close the doors and left a lot of people hanging high and dry. Guess what? A lot of people didn't have any closure. We still talk about it today. As a matter of fact, one of my friends posted some pictures on Facebook of, uh, of the facility, you know, which which touched a lot of people, including me, brought back a lot of memories. And even though I'm working at Laureate, I still think about that place every day because sometimes even your job can leave you without closure. So I'm, I keep mentioning this closure, and I know that somebody's listening to this video don't have it. So how do you find it? Like I said, I can share this information with you all day long, but if you don't decide to put forth any efforts to change your thinking, to change your behavior by honestly working a program of something or being honest with yourself, you'll find yourself not having any closure. Because I guarantee you the perpetrator that perpetrated me moved on. But I was the one holding on to those memories, playing like I was the victim. They don't move on with their life. They thought nothing else of me. The divorce, 
when they move on, they get into another relationship. They're not even thinking. Honestly, they're really not even worrying about you anymore. They might, you might cross their mind from time to time, but they don't move on. But you're still sitting back playing like you're the victim. It's funny how the perpetrator is smarter than the victim because the perpetrator, after they do what they do, they just move on, even though they're not right. But you're not right for holding on to the past, replaying it in your head, and 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 it's whatever happened back then is not even happening anymore. So it's time for us to grow up. It's time for us to move on. And in order to do that, you have to find closure. So what is closure? Closure means finality. A letting go of what once was. Finding closure implies a complete acceptance of what has happened and an honoring of the transition away from what's finished to something new. In other words, closure describes the ability to go beyond imposed limitation in order to find different possibilities. The ending of a significant piece of one's life, a relationship, a job, a stage of life, our way of thinking may be difficult and even painful for many of us. Something that you once counted on is very important to your life is over and done. Closure can mean different things for different people. Closure may be what someone needs to move on after a long relationship, after the death of a loved one, after a traumatic childhood event, or to overcome feelings of guilt or for hurting someone in the past. If you are seeking closure for something, then there are some strategies that you can use to get that closure. So how do we do it, Mr. Johnny? What are the essential ways to find closure from the past? Here are five steps to take to get more comfortable being yourself with others and depending on your deepening your relationship with family, romantic, social, and even professional life. Number one, look at the positives. Focus on how moving past your negative feelings will improve your life. For example, will you be more courageous because you are no longer dwelling on your bully? Will you be able to love yourself better because you are no longer filled with guilt over not protecting your brother? Try to identify as many positive outcomes to getting closure and focus on those positives. You might also consider creating a mantra to help you stay focused on the positives. For example, you might repeat to yourself, I believe that this experience made me a stronger person or everything happens for a reason. Number two, practice gratitude. Another good way to stay positive and, and keep looking ahead is to practice gratitude. Practicing gratitude has been linked with better physical and mental health. It can also be a part of your closure process. Try making a list of five things that you are grateful for every day. You can write these in a journal or just write them on a sticky note. You might also writing about you might also try writing about why you are grateful for the experience that you had. For example, if you saw closure for the pain caused by a bully, you might feel grateful that the experience made you more compassionate and kind person. Or if you saw closure for not sticking up for your younger brother or sister, then you might feel gratitude that is experienced that that the experience brought you closer to your brother and sister the end 
Number three, reconcile relationships if possible. Although forgiveness does not imply reconciliation, you might find closure in rebuilding a relationship. Do this with caution, as not all relationships can be rebuilt in a healthy way. If you do choose to reconcile, go about it slowly. You would need to be honest about how you feel, and those you wish to reconcile with will need to acknowledge your experience and be honest in return. Instead of deep leaping into the same depth of intimacy as before, try setting dates to act and to do activities together, and taking space taking space in between. That way, you will have time to reflect on how you feel between visits. Even if you live with the person you seek reconciliation with, you can make plans to, to take space. For instance, plan to have dinner with your partner. The next day, make a plan with a friend. Take space between the relationship until trust feels strong. Number four, cut ties. In cases of short, painful relationships or long and traumatic ones, Make an official decision to remove someone from your life. Remember, you have the right to end contact with someone who's, who has abused you, even if that abuser is a family member. You are under no obligation to care for those who have tried to harm you. It can be especially hard to cut ties with someone with whom you have a familial obligation. Explain to others in your life why you have made the, your decision and ask them to respect it. Ask not to receive updates about the person you have cut out and that no information about you should be carried to that person. You are under no obligation to share that information about your life with anyone who does not respect these limits. Number five, try to be patient. Getting closure for a negative experience or a traumatic event may take years. Try to be patient as you go through this process. Celebrate your success along the way as well and continue to work towards your goal of getting closure. Make sure that you allow yourself to experience your expectations rather than cover them up with alcohol or drugs. Drinking and using drugs will only numb, it, numb you temporarily. It would not help you to get closure. Now, this message is not directed to just any specific individual. It's directed to those who it affects, who know that they don't have closure. Like I said at the beginning, you're not the only one that's been going through something, that's been through something in the past. We all have. It's just some of us have found closure and we've, turned, we, we, we've learned how to take what we've been through and use it to help other people. And in turn, that's what helps us. That's how closure works. Some people are afraid to get into relationships with another individual because of, uh, they don't have closure still from the last relationship or closure from when they was a child. Man, closure really messes people up. If that person is not around, and one of the ways that I pay, pay, pay closure to, uh, to myself, find closure for myself, is I make sure that I work on myself so that I can help somebody else that I see struggling with the same issue. I, I'm able to share with them some of the steps that I've taken 
which in turn allows me to keep taking those steps. And as long as I'm continually to move, take, to move, as long as I'm continually to move forward, that's okay with me. But I'm not about to try to. I'm not going to stop moving forward so that I can get stuck again. So that's what I love about working this program because as long as you keep working it, honestly working it, you keep moving forward. You don't have to have nobody around to work it. You don't have to answer to nobody to work it. You just got to know how to work it. See, my people, I give them all the information that they need so that they can work on themselves without the help of me. I put the responsibility on them because I wasn't there with them when whatever happened to them happened to them. Just like none of them was there with me when that happened to me back in the 80s. See, nobody was there that morning. And the people that I took with me, they didn't believe me because they, wasn't even, they didn't see anybody. They thought I was crazy. They thought I was just talking just to be talking. It wasn't until we called the police once, you know, and we reported it, and the police came out. It's when people started believing me. They told me that I was a hero for saving her life. But in my world, I was not a hero. I felt like I was drained of energy. I felt like a part of me was snatched away from me, like something was missing. And I didn't realize until I almost 40 years old, when I 40 years of age, that what happened is I went from being a peaceful kid to not having closure from a traumatic event. And see, my trauma didn't stop right there. That's really kind of where it began. It, 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 it down, it, it down, it, it, it spiraled into a lot of other traumatic events that happened to me. But each one of those events, I was able to find closure by working my program and working on myself. It's not that we can't get better. It's just we choose to feel bad. We choose to be stuck. Nobody has to be stuck. But if you choose to be stuck, that's on you. That's not on nobody else. So I hope that you all got something out of this message. I pray that those of you that don't have closure, that you can find it. If you don't know how, once again, you can come to 708 South Boston every Friday from 6 to 7 where we do work on ourselves. Um, those that are working on themselves, they are doing great. Uh, some of the people was in and out of the hospital, but since they've been coming to DDA and working on themselves, they have not been back to the hospital, and those are people that I am grateful for. But those that choose to keep going through what you're going through, you can't blame nobody else for not feeling sorry for you because just like us, we got our own issues. But if you want to get on board with us, you're more than welcome. Uh, I told somebody this week at work, you know, uh, you only get out the program what you put into it. If you don't put nothing in it, you're not going to get nothing out of it. So that's, that's, that's not on nobody else's fault but your own. Let me stop working my program. All those memories of my past that I have, they'll just start overwhelming me once again. But I choose not to let them overwhelm me. It's not that I don't think about them all the time. I think about them every day. But memories never go away. But I'm cool with that. I'm cool with living, living with the memories as long as the memories is not dominating my life and stopping me from moving on. So as I get ready to close, I would like to close out like we always do with Just For Today. 
Just for today, I will focus on my DDA recovery program of the 12 steps plus 5. Just for today, I will remain clean and sober, and if I'm taking medications, I will do so as prescribed. Just for today, I will keep an open mind and be willing to listen to the advice of my DDA support group, my prescriber, and my clinician. Just for today, I will allow myself to have faith in someone in the DDA program who has faith in me and my recovery. Just for today, I will have a program. I recognize that I may make mistakes along the way, but I will allow the DDA program to be I will follow the DDA program to the best of my ability. Just for today, I will utilize the DDA program of shared experiences, strength, solidarity, and hope in order to gain a better perspective on my life. Just for today, I will not dwell on the past nor place undue concern on the future. Just for today, I will not grant fear or worry space in my thoughts by choosing to live one day at a time, and by following the DDA principles, I need not be afraid. Just for today, I will see how working an honest program is helping others and allow the blessings of my higher power to flow throughout my life. Just for today, I will allow myself to be me. I will accept myself for whom I am and where I am. I will allow others the same courtesy that they may be free to grow and that I may be freed from the burden of resentment. Just for today, I will live and let live. If I become unable to do this, then I will place trust in my higher power and remind myself to just let go and let God. Just for today, I will live life on life's terms. And by doing so, I will recognize when I need support for symptoms of my dual diagnosis or when I'm in danger of relapse. I will seek help from the fellowship of DDA, my higher power, my prescriber, and my clinician. Just for today. Uh, before I close, I do I would like to mention how you know somebody does not have closure is when they come, continue to repeat their, what they say over and over and over and over again. Most alcoholics, when they get drunk, that's one of the, that's one of the trademarks that they do is they start going, they resort backwards and start thinking of repeating the things or reciting the things uh, of their past. That's why a drunken mind and a sober mind does not mix. Because a person is sober, we're thinking of all other kind of stuff. We're not thinking about all the stuff that happened to us in the past, but a person that with a drunken mind, they seem to always resort backwards. So if you find someone or you find yourself repeating your conversations over and over again or talking about the same thing, more than nine times out of ten, it's probably because you don't have closure. And again, if you don't have closure and you don't know how to move on, you're more than welcome to come to 708 South Boston from 6 to 7 every Friday. You will see us there. That's one of the things, that's a place that we go so we can have, be around people like us and where we can talk about our issues and where we can work on ourselves. You're not exempt, just like we're not. So I wish you all the best. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy this rain while we can. For those of you that would like to come down tonight, I'll see you there. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I missed a line in that prayer, but God knows my heart. So charge it to the charge it to the head, not to the heart. God bless you. Hope to see you soon. Bye.